Holly to you too. He's so Holly, he doesn't even know he's Holly. I'm tempted to say menehune. Like Hawaiian leprechauns. <laughs> or chipmunks or something. What's wrong with that turtle? He has lung problems because he smoked too much turtle weed, which is bad for you, right, Ola? Hawaii has a big future. I, I, I want to become a part of it. I know every angel of these islands. I'm like a good tourist guy. What we're about to say. See, we're on a mission. Trying to find a way. If you and me make a guarantee to spread a little aloha. Great weather? It's great weather. I see how the mainland's getting treated right now. Uh, there's going to be some snowstorms heading on the, uh, was it the east side? <laughs> yeah. The east side. Wait a minute. I'm on, I'm on island here. The east coast. The east coast. Right. The, shit. Lucky we live Hawaii. Yeah, know, lucky man. we live Hawaii. <laughs> Living the dream. Oh, man. I was freezing at 74 degrees yesterday. So. Were you? Yeah, seriously. That's why I have a fireplace. <laughs> Because you never know when it's going to happen. You're just going to get nailed. Yeah. Just gonna, it's going to be, I mean, we're going to get a cold spell of 68. It's going to be horrible. I don't know what we're going to do. I'm going to have to put my jacket on. Yep, jacket and boots. Oh, damn. How's it, guys? Welcome to Living the Aloha Life. Podcasting Pono in the 808. All right. I'm Wade the Poor Man Fishman. And I'm Mike the Angry Filipino. Because he's really angry. <laughs> really angry. Very, very. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. We're going to be talking today about uh, making a pretty big decision. Uh, making a choice to move to Hawaii. Yeah. Big, it is That's, big. You get some big balls, you're going to go do something like that. Once in a lifetime. There's not a lot of people that do that. No. And the ones, I would say about half of them, fail. Yeah. And you, you gotta be, you gotta have an element of crazy. That's for sure. You have to have an element of crazy. You have to be really adventurous. Yolo. And you have to just maybe not think. <laughs> yeah, and just let Hawaii happen. Happen. We're gonna do a shirt on that too. Let Hawaii happen. Right on, man. That's really what it is. It, it absolutely. You gotta let it. Just don't let the politicians get in the way of that happening. <laughs> Once you move here, let they, me tell you, they, can, they can get in the way <laughs> yeah. really bad. Oh, they try. They can destroy your dreams. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Small business, no. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we're, we're, we're the worst in the country. Yep, absolutely. This is the worst state in the country to do small to do small to to, to run a small business. That's why it's all corporate stuff here. It's unbelievable, man. It, it, it's that just part crazy. Sucks. So I mean, we're gonna we're gonna eventually do an episode about um, starting a small business in, in Hawaii. I think that's the most stupidest podcast we could do. But <laughs> just remember this one: get tax. <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> they're gonna get you. Well, like we've told you a million times, you have to have some side fraud going on. Yeah, that's right. So you so you know you can you can tell the you can tell the state you know you can tell the. A little bit of what you got going on, but then on the side, you know, you got to do your prostitution and drugs and all that. <laughs> Don't forget your pimp cane. Yeah, your pimp cane. <laughs> oh, man. Half the people in the state have a pimp cane. 
<laughs> oh my god, it's the only way you can survive. Yeah, yeah. but at least they carve in a little tiki guy yeah. on the top there. Hey, I, I, I got, hey, oh, you haven't seen mine, have you? Uh-uh. Oh, I'll show you downstairs. Let me guess, it's fertility god. <laughs> It, it, no, it's one of my weapons in case oh. anyone comes in the house. It's my pimp cane, but it's also a, yeah, it'll knock you out, man. It'll hey, speaking of pimp canes, I went yeah. and checked out the uh, Rapa Nui exhibit at the Bishop Museum this oh, weekend. Oh, really? Man, my son and I had a great time. Oh, that's awesome. But they handmade these canes, and we were calling them pimp canes, too, because they had carved Dude, in all these, That's awesome. you know, the, the Easter Island-type sculptures Freaking on top of them. pimp canes. <laughs> Oh, man. We're going to go off subject, you know. It's just, yeah, just know, gonna, it's, it's inevitable. Uh, I want to do a shout-out to uh, Clayton because that's one of our brothers from Australia. Right on. He hey, support, thank you, man. Yeah, he's supporting the podcast. He's a patron. So I really appreciate you supporting the podcast and having this thing going on here. You get one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, so he was talking about what he's going to do is he's going to start up a uh, – Spotify uh, playlist, and he's going to put all the songs that we play on the podcast. Obviously, we only have like five there right now, right? <laughs> because we're just starting out. Yep. But but I want him, we, we want to let him know that we're going to be doing an actually a full podcast about Hawaiian music from the past and present. Right. And right. you're going to be really busy after that episode, my brother. <laughs> prepare. Yeah, prepare. <laughs> so everybody, he's going to be putting this uh, playlist together on Spotify, and we're going to get a link from him, and we're going to post it on the Facebook page so everybody can listen to all the music that we uh, play on the show. Oh, man. You guys, seriously, you cannot wait for this one. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Oh, killer music. Thank you. I, so, Clinton. Clinton. Right on, Clinton. Aloha. Not Clayton. Clinton. 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 Got yeah. it. Oh, awesome. You mean Kelsey, Kelsey Grandma? I don't want to. Sometimes, sometimes I just Kelsey actually. Clinton? Actually, the name is like taboo for me to say Clinton. <laughs> I don't. I'm not a big fan of the actual that, the Clintons. That's why. So it's very high. I'd rather say Clinton, but Clinton, it is your name, my friend. I would say before it was besmirched by an American, it is a very prestigious I don't, name. I don't, don't want to get into politics. We're, we're having a good show here. I said besmirched. I know. I know. Oh, man. Let's do some news. Right on. Let's talk about one of the political problems here. Because <laughs> we just said we weren't going to do that. Right, right. Hawaii can't hire enough teachers because they can't keep them. Right. Okay, now why oh, is man. that? They're not paying them enough. You're damn right. You're They're damn right. And do you know that 50% of teachers in Hawaii quit after five years? Can you fucking believe that? Wow. And they go to college their whole percent. Jesus, man. Yeah, they go to co- right. They go to college. I mean, teachers are one of the most important. There's several things that are very important that I really have a high on. I mean, obviously the military. Right. Teachers. Yes. Doctors. Yes. Pilots. Right. <laughs> All of them have to continuously. Oh, and don't forget lifeguards in Hawaii and rescue. Big fire time. and rescue oh, in Hawaii. Time. Police. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to forget them. These are like positions that every day. They're putting everything on the line, Absolutely. whether it's for the kids or whether it's their own lives. Yeah, yeah. And they're not getting paid. No. Why Why is a basketball player or a football player or a baseball player getting paid multiple millions of dollars, $20, $30 million a year? Or lazy guys like Le'Veon Bell, for example. Le'Veon Bell doesn't even want to go out there and play. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, where's, where's his uh, you know, where's loyalty? This big $30 million contract that he hasn't gotten yet. But <laughs> and, I, and I'm trying to say here, you know, I, I mean, I remember growing up in, in – I mean, those the teachers that I had inspired me. Oh, absolutely! Inspired me to be an artist and and supported me. And was Stanley a teacher to you? Stanley, oh, as far as the that's artistry, right. let's even talk about that because Stanley was a great teacher, amazing guy, amazing, amazing guy. guy. I mean, he started off for nothing, yeah, from right, nothing, you know, right? And he never even through the whole entire time that he was, uh, um, 
doing all that. He never really asked for much. Eventually, he had to sue Marvel <laughs> to get his money. Wow. Because he was never like... They like he was like that guy that never had a contract with Marvel. Oh man, do you know what I mean though? Yeah. And, but he was he was the face. It's not like Marvel could say, just do the, and bad and like, get rid of him. Right. No. Because he was Marvel. He oh, created all that. Every cameo in every movie of every Marvel is just like the, it's one of my favorite parts when he exactly. comes. In. Yeah. Yeah. He's an amazing. Man. But yeah. So like someone like him, he was he was a great teacher. Absolutely. But I'm talking about real teachers that were getting paid shit money. Right. Right. That right. That, that supported me and inspired me in school. And maybe that helped me make the, you know the person I am today. And I'm like these these. I'm just looking back. They, they didn't get paid shit. They have no incentive to stay around, which is sad. That's because, because that's. But the ones who do, it's because the only reason why they're staying is because they love what they do. They love what they do. There's not a goddamn teacher out there that would stay and put up with the bullshit. If they didn't love what they do, there would be no one left. And I talked to my daughter. You know, she's 11. So, you yeah. know, I talk to her teachers a lot. And, and basically, the, some of them have three or four kids of their own, little ones. And yeah. they're having to afford that, too. Yeah. And um, the reason they stay is for the love of the children. Yeah. Because if it was down to just the red tape, which they all get, they would all leave, man. They I mean, would, it's dude. BS here. I mean, th- that goes from teachers and also doctors, nurses. Right. The right. doctors here. Dude, we, I mean, God help us. We're if losing we more this and Obama, more. If we go full, now that the Democrats took over, if we go full Obamacare. I don't know. I let me just tell you. If I was, if I had a dream of being a doctor, I ain't gonna want to have a dream of being a doctor anymore. <laughs> right. Because now I ain't gonna get. I'm not gonna be ever gonna get paid. You're overregulated, man. Now I'm gonna have a set price with that I can charge. Right. And you and have to. Allow why some... am I going to school? Why am I? Why am I gonna be in so far debt if they're gonna control what I can make in my profession? Exactly. What do you come out like four hundred to five hundred thousand in debt on medical school? I know. It's crazy, dude. I mean, and then so you gotta buy a house here. You know. I mean, no <laughs> one's gonna become a doctor, dude. You, I mean, you know how it, in Hawaii it's hard to get a doctor, right? Because the doctors are not in Hawaii. They ain't getting paid what they should be getting paid. You're gonna wait about three to four weeks for a decent Seriously, one just I, to even get in normal. Just, just to see my doctor if I want to see him. It's three months. Oh Three my, month wait. Wow, I believe it. I, I believe mean, it. They say they literally say this. Well, we can <laughs> We can make an appointment in three months for you. I'm okay, but what if I feel like I'm dying? Oh, you're going to have to go to emergency. ER. Yeah, yeah. I have to go to emergency, dude. I have to go to... My option is three months wait for right. emergency. And I can tell you, Queen's emergency room is the biggest cost. It's a non-profit group. Yeah. But that's... They, I think they spent, I want to say 10 or maybe it's $40 million on emergency services last year, the majority of which were not by insured patients. Yeah. So that homeless factor... Homeless. It's a big yeah. pull on a, on the economy in so many ways that people don't realize it. But what you just mentioned is exactly right. It's insane, dude. It is. It's bullshit, so, man. It is bullshit. And there was 1,200 teachers that quit last year alone. Holy fuck. Good God. 1,200 teachers that quit in the Hawaii school system last year. 600 of them left Hawaii permanently. Wow. That's how discouraged and disgusted they were. How sad, though, man. For real. I mean, these people not only teach our kids, like, the curriculum that the federal yeah. government sets out, but yeah. they, they also teach them especially local things. You know, the Hawaiian language, the olelo. Yeah. Yeah. They also teach them about the hula. Yeah. Um, they teach them about respect of the aina and all these things. They spend their own know? money on shit and have to wait for all that Absolutely forever to get back, if they even get money yeah. back for that stuff that and they get for the kids. Man, it just makes me want to cry for real because, you know, I mean... Hawaii is so unique to the rest of the union. I know. And uh, so that for them to teach these kids these amazing special things that, that only a special you know, amount of kids in, in the whole world get to learn. Yeah. They don't get that opportunity sometimes. They should get paid more than anybody. Absolutely. The, the, the uh, teachers here. More than the politicians, that's for damn sure. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ige's doing so much. I saw that uh, Ige's making 100 and, is it 160000 
yeah, that's about what he's making. That's 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 in just the front pocket. That's just in salary. Yeah, yeah. That's not what he what the, he's getting for real. And the back pocket now is uh, yeah, from exactly. heart and the rail. So I mean, and, I think if a teacher, the unfortunate, ridiculous thing is if you have a, if you have experience in the school system, you come from another school system, you come to Hawaii. Then you're going to be starting off at like between fifty and sixty thousand. I think. I right. still think that's horrible. But if you just come right from school, although you have a degree to be a teacher, you're starting off at thirty-five thousand dollars in Hawaii. God, man. Thirty-five thousand out of call out of college. You would literally that, have to share a room you, with somebody. I, you know, it doesn't matter if you're experienced and you're starting at fifty to sixty thousand, or you're just coming out and you're doing thirty-five thousand. All that is low income, or you're you're poor. Right, right, you, right. There's no way you can function as a human being in Hawaii as a teacher. So that's where the dependent government comes in because now they want those people to come to them so they can get them on the food stamp program and all the welfare programs, which is designed Why to help God's people in need. Name but should a putting... teacher be on food stamps? Exactly, dude. Exactly. Are they on EBTs too? What no, is going should, on? They should be coming out starting at like 70. Seventy-five. I, I, you know? I think seventy-five thousand is a good start. So for they a can teacher. survive comfortably here. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't even know if that's comfortable. I'm not sure either. But I mean, seventy-five. Well, we had said that you want to be making at least sixty-five thousand a year as a single to be able to manage your life. Right. Right. And that's totally not what teachers are doing. That's why all these teachers come here thinking they're going to get a certain amount of money. They're, oh, fifty, sixty thousand. That sounds great. Free beaches. Yeah. Wee. <laughs> then they come here and realize they can't even afford rent. Right. For that. Right. And that's insane. Dude. It is discouraging. Too, it's very you know, discouraging. Right? Especially that. That's why I'm saying that. Out of the 1,200 or so that left last year that quit their God. teacher jobs, half of them went back to the mainland, and half of them stayed in Hawaii and did new, uh, doing new professions now. Which they didn't They're even, not even study teachers for in anymore. Right, exactly. They don't even teach them because... How, man, that's oh, terrible. Dude. That is terrible. Let's go to another horrible subject. Are you ready? <laughs> sure. Because <laughs> Give it's it all to about me. living the Aloha life. Give it to me straight, Harry. Okay. <laughs> What do you think about putting a Ferris wheel in Waikiki at the end of the Alawai Boat Harbor? What goes up must, must come, come down. down. <laughs> Spinning wheel. Why are we not surprised that a friggin' foreigners, Duh. a group of Canadians, yeah. want to come in yeah. and tell the culture of Hawaii and the local people here what we need and what, what we want? What we need, yeah, right. Who allows this shit to happen? Who comes to Hawaii for a fucking Ferris wheel, man? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. You know what? It's going to be an eyesore. It's going to destroy from Ala Moana when you look toward Waikiki and Diamond Head. What are you going to friggin' see? A goddamn Ferris wheel. For it worked for a while in Atlantic for City, the love but of Christ, I went please, out to Atlantic City please. after it fell apart, and you just see these old, decrepit Ferris yeah. wheels sitting around. This isn't like know? Santa Monica. This isn't the Lost Boys. Right, some big pier community. Some big pier with a friggin'. That's what they're imagining. Right. I don't know why these people come into Hawaii and they say, you know what? I got this great fucking idea. Yeah. Let's destroy Hawaii. <laughs> Let's make it look like everywhere else. Let's 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 cause more traffic. Let's let's cause more noise. Remove more of what Hawaii is all about as far as being Hawaii. That boat harbor is very quiet. Absolutely. It's wonderful at night. I lived right there, right below oh, nice. the I lived right above the chart house. Oh, oh. Right at the right at the um the Ilikai uh, Marina. Dude, you could hit Red Lobster all the time then and get those uh, garlic muffins. Red man. Lobster. <laughs> Their garlic muffins are killer, dude. dude. I, actually, you know, they are. Yeah, but growing up on the East Coast, man, that's not something you go to. You don't go to Red Lobster. No, Chart House is the place. I agree. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, I can imagine the school the screaming of people on the first not screaming but you know maybe laughter right. and things like that and in that harbor area when the noise that'll oh. be going off the buildings there <laughs> and it's going to be like horrible mommy forgive me yeah, down i don't like it no more <laughs> i don't i can't even imagine i mean why do you want to put a goddamn ferris wheel in one? i mean it's just I mean, listen 
<laughs> I, I don't even know what to do. It's like, why are you bringing the circus to Waikiki? <laughs> right. Didn't we stop circuses? Didn't we stop elephants? Yes, I mean, because we the shot them in the street. <laughs> Tyke, right? Was was was, was, yeah, was her name? Yep. We, we killed. We killed. Where's the veterinarian with the uh, uh, tranquilizer? The, yes. Let's no, just shoot it. To no, Bob. We just shoot them. That was that was a that's an, that that is a horrible thing that happened here in Hawaii, and that's a black eye in Hawaii. Totally. It will always be a black eye in Hawaii, and it was disgusting and despicable. Absolutely massacre. Yeah, and you know what? The reason why Tyke went kook. Because it was getting the shit beat out of it. And I'll tell you, it got back at its trainer because it killed its trainer. Oh, right, that's right. That's You're right. damn right. I mean, it was being beaten to death. Literally, I mean, it was being, you know, that's what you have to do to those animals. They don't want to, do they really want to do that for no, you? Oh, fuck no. They want to sit there and do tricks and everything, and it's just ridiculous. They just want to be. Let them be. Have, so many people have no respect for animals. No, I agree. It's the total Dumbo story, man. Right, Escobar? What's <laughs> up? <laughs> What's up? What's up? What's up? What's going on? Hello. What's up? Oh, let's get Okay, so we still have that strike going on. Oh yeah. It's ridiculous. So a honeymoon couple. Okay, they're on their honeymoon. They filed a class action lawsuit against the Royal Hawaiian Resort because before they got here, they never told them they were striking. They never told them they had no services when they came here for their honeymoon. At one of the most expensive and premier hotels one of in Waikiki. The, it's the second oldest yeah. next to the right, Moana. Right, right, right. It's the yeah. pink one, people. And the Moana is still, they're all still striking. It's been over a month. I had to go pick up some clients, and I couldn't even get in because they were striking. Right. They had the, uh, what do they have, the Home Depot uh, canisters, and they were slamming yeah, them and with the drum yes. beats, and the, the, the giant cowbells and everything, and I'm like, how do these people even sleep at the hotel at night? Heck no, we won't go. <laughs> Heck no, and then it's like one job, and dude, it's still happening, You know, dude. the bad worst insane. thing about this is Mayor Caldwell, Mayor of yeah, Honolulu, he was, I know, he's there, I saw it. He's fucking pushing them, egging them on, saying, oh, I feel your pain, and I'm going to help you, I'm going to stand with you. Dude, how about you fix the hotel industry and quit charging all this tax, and then that way they don't need that much more money, and lower the cost of living. I mean, he's not. They take they the left. Think, they take man. the left angle. It, it's ridiculous. They don't take the right angle. You can't give everybody free money. Somebody's got to fucking pay for it. And that's us. <laughs> that's us I think man. you need anger management. <laughs> I told you I was angry. I think we both. I think we both need anger management. <laughs> so the strike's still going on, guys. So don't be surprised if you come to Hawaii in the next month or whatever it may be. They're still striking. Yeah. Ask your hotel. Is your ho hotel on strike? Right. If it's right. on strike, they should tell you yes, and you should have the ability to transfer and get to another hotel. Are the outriggers striking, or is it just like the Marriott? I don't or? know. I don't know which ones. It's this Japanese company that runs all oh, these different that's ones. Right. That's so right. that means a Marriott could follow under it. The Royal Hawaiian could fall under it. I don't. Yeah. I, there's a lot. I think the Hilton's the, the, clear. Um, <laughs> Princess Kaiolani is one of them oh, because geez. that's one. I, that's where I went to go pick up some. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> Just a mess. Yep, so be prepared if you're coming soon. Okay, one. we're going to take a quick break. And we're going to be right back and we're going to talk about Hanama Bay because there's some problems over there. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Let's take that break. We'll be back in a couple seconds. All right. All right, shoots. Hey, how's it? And welcome to the Aloha Life podcast. You're listening to us because we have great patrons who have joined our Patreon page and have become members of the podcast by supporting and donating to our show. Without our patrons like you, we wouldn't be on the air. So if you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more shows every week, please do take a moment to join us and become a patron of our podcast at patreon.com forward slash living the Aloha Life. And thank you so much for your support. Alrighty. Shoots. <laughs> so if you guys, we'd really appreciate it if you join us and become a patron. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come I on. Wanna, I, mean, I, I want to do this every day. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, these free ones are great, but I'm yeah. telling you, when you guys look at the layout of the ones we're doing for the Patreon members, you, I mean, and you it's can see from the reviews, so yeah, you're yeah. going to really enjoy it. You'll get yeah. some things out of it. We're also posted new on the website. It's going to be a list of all the shows that we're doing for all the patrons. Uh, we're posting them even ahead of time, so you see what's coming in the future within the next month. Dude, I can't That's wait for the music one. something we never did one. before. The Is one we got coming up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, stoked. the Life of Is. Absolutely. So we're going to be doing the Life of Is, and then we got another one after that. So, um... And then, well, obviously it went after that. I mean, there's going to be plenty after that. But uh, that's going to be the next one. So we're going to enjoy doing that. We're going to put some really good tunes. You bet. Uh, of Brother Is on there. And uh, we're going to talk about his life and talk about everything his, everything he's ever done. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be cool. I can't wait. Okay, so we're going to be talking about Hanama Bay. Uh, the problem with Hanama Bay is that it's being loved to death. We have 3,500 people, tourists, going down there a day. Jesus. Walking on the reef, destroying the reef, muddying the reef, clouding the water, whatever it is. Right. And um, making shishi. Pooping and pooping and peeping. <laughs> That's right. Shishi and poopoo, whatever. But it's all on the water now. And we had a problem like this before. And this is why they put all that stuff into place. Right, right. They put a parking lot. Not, not. You know, you couldn't just bring people in there all day, 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 day. Right. I mean, you got to cut it off. You got to cut it off. Yeah. So now we have a certain amount of people that come in, and they close it off. You know, usually if you're not there by 9 a.m., it's closed. Right. They said no one else can come in the parking lot. Yep. Yep. (laughs) But the problem we have with that is, is. Everybody parks outside the park and walks in. Yeah, they do. How is that allowed? Also, I heard if you grease the palms of the guy taking the parking money, he might say, you know what, I, I kept five back, so I'll give you one for 20 bucks. So I don't want to bring up the name. I don't want to bring up the name, um, but he uh, he's the owner of the Aloha General Store on the North Shore. Okay, okay. And he was told that he couldn't come into the parking lot. Now, see, that's what happens when you make mistakes like this. You're going to get caught and you're going to get in trouble. So I'm not going to mention his name, but he's, he's a good guy, and okay. I know his wife. I'm good friends with his wife. And he video filmed the whole thing. Come to find out, and I knew something was going on over there too. This is a little while ago. They were not allowing people to come in, and they were saying, go park at uh, Coco Marina Ooh. near, near um, uh, what you call it? Uh, uh, Coco Brewery? Bear, yeah, Kona the, Brewery. The Kona Brewery. And then they were picking them up in the vans and then bringing them out. Oh, jeez, Dropping them man. off, and, and they were being charged. <laughs> oh, shit. And then they were being offered snorkeling gear, too, on top of that. So I don't know what was going on, but I don't know if the attendants were getting some little blowback from oh, that. Oh, you know it. Or what was going on, but there's a scam going on, and a lot of those vehicles don't even have PUCs. So oh, there's just a real scam going on not there. Not safe so for travel this from is what happens. Pe- yeah. Listen, I know a lot of people myself here. Right, right, right. And I know someone I'm dealing with right now that does things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know under, under the table, okay? That's the side fraud, dude. That's the side fraud. <laughs> and you know what? It's all going to be revealed soon. And the problem is, though, is everyone knows how to do some side fraud here. Right. And they know they can get away with it. See, this is why this happens, because they know they can get away with it, because the state is so ba- ass backwards. Exactly. Like, father, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. it just trickles down. It just trickles down. Um, now we're off subject. Uh, <laughs> so, so what we have to do with Anama Bay is we have to... There's one or two things. They're going to do another goddamn study. I'm like, you already did a study. You know not all these people can come in here. Right. But they're going to see how many. Now they're going to do a new study. Is 3,500 people too much? Is 3,000 too much? Is 2,000 too much? And then they may, they may make a decision whether they shrink the parking lot, le- allow less vehicles in. Wow. Or they close, the day, they close the park down two days instead of just one day, which is closed on Tuesdays. Oh. So maybe they'll close it Tuesdays and Thursdays now. I don't know. But this new study is probably going to cost a lot of money. 
dude, the last time I've been down there, it's amazingly beautiful. I love it, but it's just too but much. Exactly, it's too much, it's and you've got to watch people. the film before you go down every once a year to certify that you <laughs> right, understand so once the safety. A year, right, even if you live there. Yeah, and, but you're, dude, I did it with my family of four. Yeah, yeah. We're all sitting there in this fucking big dome of a film, sweating our balls off, and then freaking got chairs on our shoulders, big umbrellas, a cooler. Waiting. Yeah, waiting, yeah. And I mean, sweating. if you live here and you show that you've been there, then they should have like maybe a five-year list right. or something. Where you know, because I'm I'm assuming that listen, since I've been there, that video has not changed. No, no. So I mean, maybe if you change it every five years, maybe I need to learn something new. But if it's the same damn video, I'm seeing it because we have to. Because if you live there, if you live here in Hawaii, you have to sign up once and then you don't have to do it for another year. But every year you have to sign up and watch the film again. But if you're a tourist, but you if you're a tourist, you got to watch it every every time. time yeah. Um, it's like the Brady Bunch that goes to Hanama Bay. <laughs> they did go to Hanama. Elvis went to Hanama Bay too. Oh yeah, Man, oh. dude, I know. I gotta That's watch awesome, it. I gotta watch that movie. It's been a while. In blue, blue Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> he's done a. They did, he, he's done a few films. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I can't remember all the films. He's I've done. got yeah. most of them on DVD. I yeah, think. yeah. Oh Hello. man, the good old days. I remember the scene where he's up at Tantalus with his chick. And he's talking about becoming a, a tour guide. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's in the beginning of the uh, the show here. And, dude, you should see Waikiki. It looks oh, nothing. So like, different. It oh. looks, there's no high, like, there's half the high rises that are there. No, uh, not there then. It's just like you can clearly right. see Diamond Head. And it's just like, wow, man. If we, go back, if we go back to the 60s. The, the 70s, just, the 70s was that boom. Right, Was that right. destruction of Waikiki yep. and, and, yeah. and, and Hawaii. And it's just a damn shame. It is absolutely, yeah. man. Let's listen to a song. All right. Let, let's let's you know be positive. All right. <laughs> and vibes, then we'll come back and talk about the big mistake of coming here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Making that choice. You got it. <laughs> okay, guys. Let's listen to the tunes. much now do you well it goes like this the fourth the fifth the minor fall and the major left and a powerful king composing hallelujah 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 
your faith was strong, but you needed proof. You saw her bathing on the roof, and her body in the moonlight overthrew you. Well, she tied you to her kitchen chair, and she stole your throne. Then she cut your hair and made you scream out the words of hallelujah. 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 Living the Aloha Life, <laughs> podcasting a little Pono in the 808. All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, let's just get into it, because we're going to try to keep this uh, podcast to an hour. All right. All right. Yeah, because we've, a challenge. We, we, we have not been able to manage that. <laughs> no, I know. Why can't we manage that? <laughs> Two hour, 45 minutes. We're just too excited. We just want to keep, keep talking to uh, you It's guys. a fucking blast, man. I know. It totally is. <laughs> All right, so the big thing about this is uh, everybody has a dream. A lot of people have a dream 
to move to Hawaii. You bet. Even just for vacation once in their lifetime. Just for vacation once in a lifetime. But once they get here, they get that itch. Even if they're on their vacation. It's it's And they're like, what is this place? Yeah. yeah. You feel that? Yeah. Mike, do you feel it? Dude, it's it's the mana. It's the aura. Yeah. It's the aina. It's the aloha spirit. It is. There's a lot of tropical places in the world. But it doesn't have, it, it doesn't have the aloha spirit. Nope. I've been to multiple. Caribbean, everywhere. Me too. Man, and... I used it's, to be down in the Caribbean. It's, absolutely. It's it's lovely down there. It's beautiful. But there's no feeling quite like Hawaii. It's not Hawaii. Mm-mm. There's just a feeling here that you can't comprehend or understand, and, and you feel it when you get off the, you know. It, you smell it in the air with you, the flowers. You, as soon as you get off the plane. It's you, crazy. You, you smell it. You feel it. There's something in the air, some kind of a spirit, which, you know, Mike was saying, it's like the mana, the spiritual energy of the islands. And it's like as if the islands are alive. Absolutely. They are. They are but, for sure. But the thing is, is... um. Another thing we shouldn't skip out on is it's the people, too. Oh, the, big time, it's yeah. The, the people are just different here. Yep. And they carry that aloha spirit. I wish it was as strong as it used to be when I first moved here. Oh, man. We've lost a lot of it. If you go out into the backwoods, into the Hickvilles, then you can still see the and feel the aloha spirit of the people there. Very, very they haven't much. Been, they haven't been destroyed yet. No. No, thank you know, God. Thank God, <laughs> oh, They're man. keeping the roots, baby. But if you go into Waikiki, you go into Honolulu and stuff, you know, some people still have the aloha spirit, but you can you can feel that tension of mainland living. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That kind of is a bummer. It is. It is. And it keeps growing down there. And, and the government keeps allowing it instead of pushing them back and saying, you know what? We need to remain ourselves and yeah. we don't want to lose who we are. A tradition. There's right. a tradition exactly. Here. You bet. Exactly. You bet. So it goes all the way back through Don Ho, man. I mean, yeah. that's the shit I grew Before up that, on. Before that, man. Yeah, yeah, way, way before, before that, that, of course, exactly. of course. With Duke. Oh, big time. We're going to yeah. do a show on Duke. I, oh, oh I can't man, wait, I can't dude. wait to do a Duke show on Duke. It's going to be good. <laughs> um, we're going off subject, man. I know, I know. <laughs> this is what we do, man. We could talk for an hour. Let's get back on subject. All right. Okay. So when you come here and when you feel Hawaii for the first time, you know, and then you have that, well, how can I, can I move there? Do you think I can move there? And you think about this stuff. Yeah. And you think about, what do I have to do? It's it, More than likely, it's going to be very far away from where you live now. <laughs> and you have to really think about, what are you going to do? How are you going to do it? And what's going to get you over that hump that you make that choice? Because choosing to move to Hawaii is not an easy choice. No, no not at all. You know, and so if, if you could just go through your kind of story of when you first saw, you know, with when you first saw Hawaii, when you first got here, when you first made the decision, we're going to make an attempt to move, and things like that, but... But more so for the listeners is what was the breaking point where you said, I'm doing this? But, but start at the beginning and then kind of like go through that because that is that moment. I had that moment. It's, it's, I don't know what that moment was for you, but it, it, the, yeah. I would describe the moment mostly as YOLO. You know, you only live once. Yeah. And, you know, for, for one, I guess, you know, for me, I started coming here as a child. Yeah. Uh, my parents would bring me through here on the way to the Philippines. And when we'd stop here, they would just tell me how special Hawaii was yeah. and some little things about this place. So it drew a lot of curiosity for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even coming here as a kid, I was just honestly probably just like a kid in uh, Disneyland, just always looking around, just like, wow, 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 everything is true. <laughs> and then things you see in Bugs Bunny, even, it, it's portrayed pretty damn close to the reality. Okay. Um, and then as I grew up, you know, I kind of let that dream go or, or my love of this place. I always knew I loved Hawaii. It was always my favorite. And then um, I met my wife. We started dating and I started telling her about this place and she just, you know, we never could afford to come out here. I mean, we were young kids, you know, just fucking getting through, you know, college years and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, um, and then finally my dad offered to take us all here for a vacation. Well, when we came here, we we, um, we weren't really planning on getting married or anything, but we came and stayed in Waikiki for the first and, and Oahu and ultimately a big island on that trip. But basically my wife had an emergency wisdom tooth issue. Huh. 
And uh, what happened was we told the hotel that we needed some help for her because she was in terrible pain. She couldn't go see Polynesian Cultural Center, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, that was on a Saturday, and he was like, you know, they were like, you know, we don't know if anybody's going to help you on a weekend. You know, sometimes it's a little hit or miss, but we'll try. Finally got a hold of this orthodontist who met us, came and um, uh, talked to us, showed my wife a lot of aloha. She had never experienced anything like Hawaiian aloha. Okay. So they treated her, and actually when we left, he actually gave us, um, <clears throat> not to bring this up, but I was young, uh, but a little pakalolo and a pipe to go. <laughs> Are you serious? Fuck yeah, dude. And, and coming from Kansas City, you know, I was just like, what the hell is this, man? I, I'm not even used to this. So my wife, you know, she's, we start talking more about, about the yeah. Aloha spirit, and then she fell in love. Well, she got better. We went to Big Island. We stayed over there and kind of almost fell in love uh, all over again with the island was just feeding our souls, you know. We didn't understand this mana thing. Yeah. And uh, finally we were like, you know, let's get married. So we got married. When we got married, it was on the beaches of uh, the Co the Kona Coast okay. over there on Big Island. And basically I told her, you know, one day if God has it in my cards, you know, I will move you back here and we will raise our children here. Yeah. And dude, it fucking many years of no money, broke, you know, buying our first house, going through our second house and all this stuff. Had kids. And then eventually I was able to afford bringing them here. And then um, back in, uh, for me, it was 20, I mean, okay, let me build up to that. Up to 2012 is when I brought their, the kids for their first time to Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. But uh, in that meantime, I was decorating the house with Hawaii. I was watching your videos. I was doing a lot of Hawaiiana research. House? Oh, Hawaiiana? totally. People were always coming in my house going, I feel like I just left a luau. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So I had tiki's everywhere, you know, all that shit, and um, and bought all the movies, and just watched and listened and watched and listened. And back then, you know, I, there, the internet wasn't so wide covering as far as the islands. You, you definitely went. brought Hawaii back there with you. I did. I did. That's a good thing. That's what a lot of people should do too to get themselves prepared. That's a good way to start. Absolutely. Like come to Hawaii, go on a vacation, and then when you go back home, if your dream and desire is to actually move, bring Hawaii with you. Get into that mood. Because it manifests. Manifests. Absolutely. You're putting the wish into the universe. I right? exactly agree with that. And and, and uh, so yeah. in 2012, I brought the kids here. We stayed up in Laie, which is, a, you know, it's got a very long history. Yep. It's yep. a spiritual uh, center point back for the Hawaiians in the old days. Right. And um, But my kids found it, too. And all of a sudden, I was like, so what do you guys think? They were already saying they want to live here. Yeah. For the rest of their lives. So basically, we finished the vacation here, took them to Big Island, too, fell in love with the Big Island. Went back to Kansas City. When we did, my wife was like, you know, I told her, I was like, I'm ready to move now. Let's do it now. Now is the time. The kids love it. it that's it for me. I'm done with Kansas City. I'm done with the fucking mainland. I'm done with all the bullshit cronyism. Done. Yeah. So um, so she said, no, 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 we need to wait. We need to wait. So I was like, okay, okay, fine. We'll wait. But what I was did that on because, the Was that because of financial? Financial. Okay. She was like, we're not quite ready. We're almost there, but not quite ready. Okay. So I was like, okay, yeah, but, you know... And I kind of did it behind her back, and she'll tell you that. <laughs> but um, I put my resume out here. And what happened was I got a call from iHeartRadio, their president, who, yeah. who wanted to do an interview with me. So we did it on Skype. And and I did. I figured I'd never get the job because I know how it is. You apply for a job from the mainland, you're never looked at because you live on the mainland. Yeah, They're like, well, true. when can you be here for a physical yeah, interview? And you're yeah. like, well, I can't. But but if you give me the chance, yeah. you know. Um, so it doesn't work out real easy. So anyway, this guy did it with a Skype. Super nice guy. Uh, lived here his whole life. In fact, he started an old rock station here back in the '70s called Kpoi. Yeah. But uh, old school stuff. I remember. But um, when he interviewed me at the end of it, he basically said, you know, Mike, I feel more aloha from you across the ocean on Skype. <laughs> Kansas City than I do for many people who live here now. Damn. And uh, I'd like to give you a chance to come over here. That's not the norm, one? dude. No. 
That it, is not the norm. That's you're, what you're I felt blessed. like, dude. I, at that moment, I felt like, fuck it, I'm going. It's once in a lifetime. How yeah. I may never get the chance again to live in, live in Hawaii. Right. So I took it, man. And that's how it came. And that's, and that's what it was. And then you told your wife. Told my wife. Guess what I did. And she was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck were you doing? Why? <laughs> a conniption fit. <laughs> well, you know what, Mike? If you probably didn't do it, God knows. Who knows? I mean, someone has to jumpstart the situation. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm being honest, though. Got to, somebody's got to take that that first step. Yeah, so that's another thing, too, because the thing is is that you – it's in our blood. It's in our DNA to procrastinate. Yes, Procrastinate. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Tomorrow. Next week. Next month. Next year. Next yeah. year. <laughs> but, I mean, with if you're in a situation where you're in a partnership and the one person's procrastinating and one decides not to, that will get the other person off the – Get, get, you know, get her like got her moving. Yes, it did. Oh it well, did. this is happening. Right, we got to sell the real, house. We got to sell everything. This is a real situation. <laughs> this is the opportunity of a lifetime. We got to take it. Absolutely. You know, so mine off. My, mine wasn't like that. I just said, "Fucking, I'm going." <laughs> really? <laughs> but you I had, had no. You, I had no. What? You had been here before, though. You knew. Oh, you lots loved of times. The place, right. Oh okay. yeah, lots of times. But when I actually came out here in uh, '98, '99, uh, everyone back home told me. You're gonna fuck up. <laughs> you're, you're gonna be back here in six months. You ain't doing nothing. You're, you're you know, whatever they could. They came up with every excuse. Is because you know why? Because when you grow up in a, well, this is this. So this whole show isn't telling and people how to do it. Right. We're giving people. We're giving you guys some inspiration on how we did it and why you shouldn't maybe listen to other jerk offs <laughs> telling you not telling you not to do something. Right. Absolutely. But I mean, I had you know when you grow up in a small town and you have a bunch of people who don't fucking leave it. They, 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 they grow, they grow up, their childhood's there, they grow old, they have their own family, they right. still live in the same town. Right. That they, they, they lived in all their lives. Same old, same now old. Now their family is doing the same thing. Yep. And don't listen to those people. And I absolutely agree. <laughs> you cannot listen to those people. Absolutely. Because those are the ones telling me that I ain't, I'm never going to make it. You can't make it. It's too expensive. They're still living in the same damn black hole. Exactly. They haven't left from that place. And they're in a mental prison. Where are they? Mental prison. They're in a mental prison. <laughs> They're in a box. I'll tell you, when you, uh, there's so many people on this earth that live in a box. Yeah. When you jump out of that box, it is so freeing. It's like being an eagle. You're it's breathing like again, man. You can see things you've never seen before, do things you've never done before. That's inspiring for yourself. Amen. And, you know, we're trying to tell you guys that no matter what anybody tells you, if you have a dream and a desire to go do something and, and move out to Hawaii, then you should do it. But... <laughs> yeah, do your very best that you can in the field work yeah. ahead of time. I mean, that's the only thing I could do is to prepare you because I, I don't know how much weight and I could tell you, but you know, live life in Hawaii is so much different than anywhere else on the mainland. I mean, yeah. there's so many changes and things you need to be a little more used to, and in some ways, you can look in Hawaii as almost like a third world country to a de slight degree. It's not quite the, traf like the mainland. The, tra the traffic's not as bad as the Philippines. <laughs> No, but they got it's instead of bad. genies, they got the mopeds everywhere. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's pretty. The traffic's pretty bad here. But I'll tell you, after seeing after seeing my friend Dave, that's over there right now, he's he's like he's still in traffic, and that was yesterday. Oh man, <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus, dude. So I mean, yeah, th th there's some problems here. This, but there's some really wonderful, amazing things about Hawaii, and um, you just have to make that decision on everything from what are my connections, what right. are my connections out there. Who do I know? Who can help me? 
Yes. And I'll tell you right now, people will help you because people want to see you succeed because the people that are out here had a dream. Exactly. And right. they're out here living that dream. And you're damn well right. They're going to want you to succeed and live that dream as well. That's aloha. That's yep. aloha. That's living the aloha life. Absolutely. And there's a special group of people that live in Hawaii that you won't find anywhere else on earth. Yeah. We're just a special bloodline. <laughs> it is a different breed. But you know what? It, it's evident across the yeah. earth. Anywhere, any term, you see the term Hawaiian on all sorts of shit, even if they throw a piece of pineapple on it. Yeah. But, but there's a reason why, man. It's heavy, heavy. Yeah. And, and I mean, anywhere around the world, this is why you have this. Like, okay. So for me, like living out here, and there's nothing wrong with feeling like this, but for, I feel very special. That's, Absolutely. That's okay. I feel very special and very unique. Not only because but it's of not just it, us as individuals being, I think, we're unique people. Yeah. But that we're living in a very unique and very special place that many believe is unaccessible. Exactly. Like maybe we shouldn't be here. Maybe kind of we thing, shouldn't right? be here. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to stay on our toes because any day could we lose could it, we could man. lose it. Absolutely. Now for the people who have lived here all their lives and were born here, that see that so that's a and I'm not saying that's there's anything wrong with that. There's a huge difference. Yeah, because that's all they know though. That's all they know. Right. So, but the people who move here and have experiences and gone through the difficulty and blood, sweat, and tears of moving here, of making their dream and aspiration come true and their goals come true. Yeah. They're gonna have a lot more invested in Hawaii. And then people who were born here. Absolutely. A lot of the people that were born here are like, you know, I want to move to New York. Right, right. I'm like, right. good fucking luck. Or San Francisco. I'm like, yeah, you have a fun time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be coming back to Hawaii pretty soon. You can so. cut the smog with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of a lot of the kids here, they, they you know they've been here all their lives. They, they you know and they decide they're going to go to college in the mainland. Right, right. And then they get to college in the mainland. and They say, "Fuck, I'm getting the fuck out of <laughs> yeah, here." I'm done with this uh, place. As soon as I get out of school. But the thing is, they come back and they can't get a job that pays. Right. So right. they have so they have to make a decision. Well, are they going to go back to the mainland now and, and get a better paying job, or like, do they live with mom and dad? Or they live with mom and dad here. So yep. that's a whole but that's a whole other thing that we you know it's a whole other situation. <laughs> but there's just a lot. There's a lot of sacrifices you have to make when you make the choice. To move to Hawaii. The one thing I can say, though, on that, yeah. that note, not to interrupt you, is is just that the there is always an element of gratitude I noticed in people who have I lived agree. here. Because every day you wake up and you just look at the mountains or whatever, no matter how tough your job is, you're still like, "Wow, I, I thank God I'm still here." You know, thank you for letting me stay here. Seriously, I mean, it's the stupidest thing is is waking up to the uh, Thai zebra doves. You know the Thailand zebra <laughs> yeah, doves, the ones that yeah. make the yeah. ones that little damn sound that you they're can't. They're so sweet, though. They're man. so sweet, and you can't. You, you, I mean, like some people like get so annoyed, like the people who've born here. Yeah. They like get so annoyed with them waking them up in the morning, and I'm like, yes, that means I'm in Hawaii. Exactly. And it's like, yes, I can hear them. This sounds wonderful. You know, and they have the Brazilian Brazilian uh, cardinals with the red heads and the oh, white, the white and gray birds. bodies, and the songs that they play up here outside my house, and. You know, you just listen to all these beautiful sounds and everything, and you're like, I live here. Yeah, I wake you... up here. I smell this smell that I smell that's amazing. Breathe. Breathe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's reasons why you come here. The ear is the cleanest and most beautiful smelling ear you've oh, ever experienced. It is sweet, man. I mean, God, back home, it was just so thick and <laughs> When I was dirty. little, I would try to jar it here and then try to take it home with me and then open the jar and kind of like shit take like that on, They sell shit like that on eBay. <laughs> yeah, H- Hawaiian air. Yeah, Hawaiian little just water Just open and it sand. up and it'll smell like plumerias and shit. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, it smells so good. You can get like 1999 friggin' bottle of Hawaiian air. Amen, all right. Man, so... 
So there's going to be a lot of reasons why you want to move here and why you want to come here. But it's it's that choice of all those people. Now, you're going to have a group of people that are just so supportive of you and love you and want to make sure you succeed. But you are going to have those people who are not going to support you. Yeah. And, like, I was uh, – sorry I got off subject a little bit. But those are the people, like I said, that live in the same town all their lives. And, and, and sick and twisted as may sound, and I'm sure maybe some of you have experienced it, even even when you've moved out of the state that you used to live in, maybe you moved to Florida, maybe you used to California from the East Coast, whatever, is they don't want you to do that because it just makes them look so much worse that they haven't done anything. Right, right. Or the, that they're, that they're losers. Procrastinating, right, that, right, that They're right. complete losers, and, 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 and they've just sat there and done nothing with their lives. And they don't want you to go succeed because it just makes them look bad. Of course. If you stick around and hang out with them and keep going to the bar every night, hey, man, you can just go on in life. Rest of your life like that. Yeah. Just be losers together. Wow. That's something to look back <laughs> on, man. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I wore my ass groove in that <laughs> bar stool. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, that's, I mean I'm, I'm being honest because I had some people who just said, you know, you're going to fail. This isn't going to work, and we'll see you next year. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And I think I mentioned that in one of the episodes. I sent them Christmas cards, and I do all that crazy <laughs> shit, and then, you know... And they're like, yeah, they're like so pissed. <laughs> they're like so pissed. So, okay, we're gonna take a quick break. <laughs> we'll be right back, and we're gonna continue about twenty more minutes, and uh, then we'll finish it off. All right, I uh, shoots. <laughs> Here in Hawaii Jeep and Specialty Tours, it's all about making the smallest footprint on our earth and educating our guests on how to preserve and protect our island home. It's about giving our guests a world treatment and an authentic local experience. We offer the most personal, private, and customizable Jeep tours on the Hawaiian Islands. Tour buses and vans are out. Today, guests want a personalized service where their family can traverse the island and modified safari Jeeps. If you'd like to book a Hawaii Jeep tour with us, please visit us at hawaiijeepandspecialtytours.com or call us at 808-755-9356. Mahalo, and see you down the road less traveled. All right. All righty. We're back. We are back. Yeah. So if you guys want to go on a Jeep tour, you know who to find. Absolutely. Wade's the man. It's all about aloha. Dude, I know. <laughs> I know. And, and you know, actually, when I first moved here, I would cruise up to North Shore, and I saw your Jeep a couple times at some of the shrimp yeah. places, and I was like, fuck, I don't want to disturb him. But I, I mean, I, I had some like uh, kind of like a celebrity glasses with you, man. And I was like, oh, there's fucking Wade, dude. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So I would always want to do the Wade's World, Wade's World, party <laughs> on. Excellent. You got to take it down a notch. You didn't smoke anything today, did Bro, you? no. <laughs> hey, man, your videos, uh, though, seriously, they really helped me understand of what to expect out here. So yeah. That was a big step for me. To, a lot of to, people have told me that. It's They're great, man. <laughs> they're great. They're fucking great. I don't really do them anymore. <laughs> I know, I know. But but the things that you did do are yeah, enough yeah. to get your appetite. I wet need to do more, man. But the problem was is that where's the money? I, I I just don't have the finances to be putting into that, right? You know what I mean? It's like like how how many how many things can you do right. that, that you don't make money off of before you're like, dude, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the poor man. I'm literally gonna and I should just change it to Wade's World, the homeless guide to Hawaii. So here's where you go to get your boxes. <laughs> that would be my life. I mean, I should should I do that? Should I do six months of out there in the open? Oh. The homeless guide. Naked and afraid in Hawaii. <laughs> it's not even funny actually, but I know, I there was know. there was times where I was close. Bro, me too. It's okay. been fucking tight through the okay, years. Okay, now man. I've never and we're gonna get back onto this and how we made the choice to move out here, but I'll be honest with you guys. 
there was another famous guy who was. I'm, I'm not that we're famous, but the the Rock had like seven seven. I had sixty bucks in my pocket, dude. I had sixty bucks in my pocket. I had I had nothing else. Jeez. At wow. one point here in Hawaii, oh, shit, man. no shitting you. And you know the Rock said he had like nine dollars in his pocket when he had nothing. The Rock, <laughs> he's like a you know look at him today. And in Hawaii, that only gets you a French fry. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know if you can wash your clothes with that. I don't think you can. You got to put the quarters in. That's another thing. Most places you rent right now, if it's a multiplex, you got to pay to do your clothes. Dude, I think it's like, I've heard it's like two fifty to $5 a yeah, shot. Yeah, so you even to wash your clothes. The Rock wouldn't even be able to wash his clothes. <laughs> That's all right. I'm sure the women wouldn't mind him walking around naked. And I'm sure they invited him in to take a shower, too. Like, How are you doing? Okay, we're going, we're going down the toilet now. Um, yeah, so, uh, Lena, my my friend Lena, she she left. She's one of the ones that left Hawaii. Uh, she's in love with The Rock. No, no kidding. Yeah, no so kidding. so if The Rock was homeless and smelled, <laughs> she would let him in, take a shower, and she would wash him really well. <laughs> I guarantee you. Actually, probably I probably every every woman on earth would probably do it. It's like so he's still at the end. He's probably still like, you're gonna do my feet still, right? <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> Shit. Oh man. Yeah. So that's another thing, guys. Do not. You have to be prepared that if you do make the choice to move out here, you could be very close to being in trouble. Oh, absolutely. Don't think for a moment. That's that's why we're going to talk about, just for a few seconds before we go into our own situations, um, it's good to have some kind of a foundation here. Yeah. Ha- know somebody or have somebody that if you have an emergency or you're really screwed, yeah, you, yeah. you can go to them and, and hopefully trust them enough to where they could help you in a situation where you're in trouble. You're going to need that pivot Because your plan. family's not here. Exactly. Right? Your family's right, not right. here. And some of your family won't even look at you after you've moved. No, exactly. I've They're experienced like, oh, that. They've, they've, they've disowned. Pretty much, yeah. They've disowned us for living their dream. Exactly. Can you imagine that? Out. Dude. Yeah. That's like being, that's like, you know, I don't, that's the truth. Like, if you're gay, I'm sorry. That's your child or that's your, whoever it is. Right, right. And then people disown them. I don't Man. care what your situation is. You, it's, you get disowned over things like that. I mean, that's like it just blows it's my your mind. Fucking family, dude. Yeah, it's just it's just it, it just blows my mind. And like you decide that you want to live your dream, and just people can't support that and be behind you on that. Right. You don't need people like that in your life. No. No. Get rid of them. That's bad karma, man. Exactly. They're pulling remove, you down. Yeah. Remove them. Pulling you down. So for you, that choice, that moment, where you said to your wife, "We're moving. Yeah. We're going. Yeah. How did you like? How did you?" When that choice came down, what, what were the what were the things that you had to establish? Well, you know, the first thing was where am I going to stay? You yeah, know? and then I start looking into it and start realizing, holy shit, that's expensive. <laughs> I mean, the average one bedroom here was three times the amount of my mortgage on a on a one acre property with four bedrooms and a, and oh, a yeah, garage. You oh, know, yeah, dude. so that was the sticker shock first. So I had to find a place to stay, and I yeah. started doing some contacting through. Uh, back then, it was on Craigslist. Yeah, uh, and finally found a nice little studio just for myself because what we were had arranged was I would move here first, uh, kind of get it settled and scope properties for the actual family when they came out here to live into so when we made the decision i mean that wasn't even an unhappy i mean i honestly i literally spent three days crying about leaving my children and my wife behind three days yeah for three days because i mean i knew i was going to be gone for at least six months before they were able to come out and join me because they had to finish the school year right right right. so that that those those are hard choices answer me this answer me this when you finally found a place were you here when you paid for it and you got to see it, or did you just do something where it was over the wire? I paid for it sight unseen, man. You fucked up. I, I know it. Don't I, ever do that. I understand that, but I had to trust this guy. I mean, he's an old Chinese Don't guy. Don't trust anybody. Old, old, old Chinese guy. No. <laughs> There's no ancient no. Chinese secret. No. <laughs> uh, 
But at least I didn't have to go get a hotel when I got here. He oh. met me. He gave me the keys. I was right in a furnished apartment right Wait, away. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but but you did not have the keys. F. But you paid the first and last month's rent, right? I did. I did. And you didn't get the keys, and and then you didn't. You didn't even see, so you didn't see the place in person. All I had was a signed contract that in my hand. Bullshit! You're crazy, dude. I know. Okay, guys, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do what Mike did. Mike, Mike has Mike, Mike has must must have a really lot of trust in people. I fucking jumped, dude. But I'll tell you, I've been through more scams. Oh, and con yeah. artists here. Yeah. People from friggin', people from Zimbabwe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They take they take pictures on Craigslist of another person's oh, home. Yeah, that's a big one. And then they put it on as their own ad, and then they charge half the price, half the rent. And they do that on Craigslist and Trulia. Uh, Craigslist, yeah, Trulia, exactly. So you know, you guys have to understand that, like what Mike's talking about right now. I just wanted to get into this real quick yeah, before you continue your story. Yeah, no. Do not just do that. Make sure you know somebody here or have somebody here. That can go look at the property, make sure it's legit. Yes. Get inside the property. Yeah. And see it, and then they can get back to you and say, "This is legit. I got the I got the um, lease, and um, the guy's legit." Most of the people who do that, they're either a private owner, right. or they're going to be a um, oh, like a, a management realtor, company, a realtor right, right. management company. Yep. So if it's a realtor management company, you can look it up. You're all set. You're good. Yeah. But there's been a lot of times where people get in. I have a lot of friends that are moving out here or have moved out to Hawaii or even I've done it. And you see something. And if you get a feeling that something's wrong. Too good to be true. Too good to be true. $1,000 for a three-bedroom in Hawaii? On, on Kaneohe Bay on the water? <laughs> yeah. I'm getting this place. In a jacuzzi. Wow. <laughs> Man. Do not send your money. <laughs> Don't send your money. No, right. so, so, so I ahead. was I was aware of some of that scam going yeah, on. It so can in my interaction with this particular landlord, I really kind of did some things to kind of continue to make him prove yeah, that this okay. is his actual fucking okay. place. Okay. So um, and in fact, uh, on the building, it, it was in in Waikiki actually, but um, I actually contacted the building and confirmed that this guy owned a condominium within that complex and yeah. that he was able yeah. to rent it out. Yeah. So do definitely do your research. For me, I did take a jump. And the reason why was because um, I was given a job beforehand. So I was promised at least a home there at iHeart Studios. And then they also offered me the uh, Star Star 1019 uh, truck. So I, so I didn't Man. have to buy a car right off the bat or ship one. So I don't know I, if this story's good. But, dude, it was cool because I was driving so around lucky. and everybody was just like, Hey, bro, you work for the station. <laughs> I was like, yeah. This, this IT. I, 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 haven't heard, I haven't heard this whole story and. It's too good. To, the story's too good to be true. <laughs> it's cool, man. I, mean, I think Mike got the like. Mike's got the most luckiest situation of how he got here and how and everything it, went down. But see, and that's the thing is, I recognized how special and lucky this opportunity was. Yeah. And that's why I was like, "Fuck it, I got to take this now." And that's what I was telling my wife is, if I don't take this, there may never be another chance for the rest of our lifetime. And we're yeah. stuck in Kansas City doing what everybody fucking else is doing: drinking beer and talking about each other behind each other's back. It's a horrible, it's fucking life. ridiculous. That's shit, a horrible man. life, dude. Grow up. I mean, I was getting sick of that too, and that's that's. I mean, for me, it was, it was winter time, and oh, I that just, makes it easy decision. <laughs> it, it was well, I couldn't leave till I couldn't leave till after winter. Oh. But I mean, so I think it was like it was probably like in January or something of whatever. I think it was January of '97. Wow. And wow. I go out to my you know my car's outside. It, it, it rained the night before and then snowed. So the rain froze. Oh, a, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, sheet of ice, baby. <laughs> so I, I didn't have I didn't have the electric uh, starter. Oh, the right, heater. right. I didn't have the electric <laughs> starter heater. So my vehicle's outside, and and, and and first it's covered in a sheet of ice, and then there's snow on top of that. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm digging. I'm just sitting there digging, digging, 
And these, you know, like I, I, I'm the guy who who wears holes in my socks. Like if you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, man. We okay, all do. <laughs> so I have holes in my socks. Now, back at home, it was holes in my gloves. So I'm out there with holes in the gloves, and, and then I realize something. I'm like, I cannot get the key in the uh, the, the door because oh, that's it's frozen. frozen, yeah. So I sat there. I pulled my finger through the uh, glove, and I sat there, and I was going oh. in circles. <laughs> Trying to get friction going. Friction to heat up the, the, the lock. So I did it, and I did it, and I did it, until I did. Until I, I stayed there for 15 minutes, sitting there going like this in a circle. Oh, my God. Sitting like going in a circle, and that's when I started to have a have a, an awakening. <laughs> I was going in a circle, and it melted, and then I put the key in. I opened it up. I started it up. Of course, you know, it's freezing, So I, and then I go in the house in my hands. I cannot feel my hands. Right. So I go into the kitchen. I turn on the faucet, super hot boiling water, and I'm, and I put my hands underneath it. This all happened within you know, oh 15, 20, God, and I'm dude. sitting here trying to feel my hands again, and I'm like, that's it, I'm done. <laughs> that's it, I'm done. No and, and that was it. That was a decision right there at that moment. I'm, I'm moving. YOLO! <laughs> YOLO, exactly. <laughs> so that was when I decided, that's it, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And then I made the plan from you know January, February, whatever, until September. Okay. So that whole summer, I planned the whole moving. Oh, okay, okay. So then in October, I finally did move. Um, wow. Now, the thing with me, it worked out this way is that I just, I decided I, I'm just going to go out. I got a hotel for okay. a month, for a month, a hotel wow. for a month. So I stayed there and I'm looking around for places. Um, I was there first before my, um, my brother ended up coming out. So I'm out there, you know, whatever I ended up going. I eventually, I, I was having a hard time finding a place that was reasonable. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Even, even back then, that was like 20 years ago. <laughs> uh, finally, I went to, um. I went to, uh, what's that sports store that we used to have here that just left a little while ago? It was the huge. Dicks? No, Sports, sports, sports Authority. Authority. Yeah. So it's a Sports Authority over in near Pecoy or something. It was over oh, near Ward. Yeah. Near okay, Ward. Yeah. No, it was near Ward. No, it's on Ward. It was on Ward. And I just go in there and I'm looking for a new pair of uh, hiking boots. Okay. And the guy working there, I'm talking. I'm like, oh, I'm trying to find a place. He's like, hey, man, you could be my roommate. No, no way. No joke. No joke. Dude, it, that was meant to be? Yeah, so, boom. Wow. So, Kalihi bound. Oh, fuck yeah, And I man. got the master, and I got the master for 450 a month. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, dude. It was a whole house. Wow. It was a dead, and it was on a dead end street. Wow. I was the only white person there. <laughs> of course, there's the whole street. Filipino. The whole street was Filipinos. <laughs> yeah, of course they were. Filipinos, <laughs> Filipinos, and Hawaiians, and they all had homer pigeons on top of their homes. <laughs> But I'll bet you saw no black dog. <laughs> Dude. These guys were sending the these guys were sending the homer pigeons from the south side to the north shore with marijuana tied to its feet. What? They were doing fucking marijuana deals with the pigeons. Holy sh I ain't joking I've you, dude. Never it was incredible. That. Wow. It was unbelievable. And these pigeons were top notch. That's actually pretty interesting. It was, man. It was they never got caught. That's amazing. So literally, you had the little 50 or 100 bag tied to the pigeon. The pigeon would go to the North Shore. They'd put the money inside the little baggie. And then it would be shipped back and they get their money. And then you never know what the fuck happened. Is that not amazing? Pineapple Express. That was, a, that was the best Pineapple Express I ever imagined. I went to some barbecues over those Filipinos' houses, and I'll tell you, <laughs> that was their side fraud. And I'll tell you, for considering that it was 20 years ago, they were making some good side fraud. I don't know how much money they were making, but it was for the whole 20 people that lived in the house. You're like, bro, I thought that was lumpia, not a joint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
So I went, I went out there with nothing. What I did do is I saved my, tw- I saved twenty grand. So I wow. came out with twenty grand. I was just out of school. I didn't have, you know, I didn't have any job coming to me. I didn't have it a place. Damn. So that's why I rented. I rented. I just fucking, like, this is not the way I would do it again. I wouldn't tell anybody to do it. The way Mike did it is obviously <laughs> the way to go. But the likability of getting it the way Mike got it is probably zero. <laughs> Mike, Mike had a very good situation. Now, I started looking for jobs. I started, I did, I, you know, I've been a chef. I've been, a, you know, and I, I just got out of design school and everything. So I, I applied for all these different jobs. Right. Okay. And, um... I had applied for so many jobs. Like the first offer I got was at uh, Edible Creations, which I was going to make fruit baskets that look like flowers. You know those baskets yeah. that look like fruit and chocolate and all that. Yeah. I was going to do that for like fifteen dollars an hour, some of twelve to fifteen dollars oh, wow. an hour. But because I had my college background, they were going to give me the higher pay. So I was so close. I was going to take that as the first job, and and then I applied for another job. I was like, this is my dream job. It was to work for like a Rosetta Stone. Oh. It was. It was. It, I was going to do all the designs and all the imagery and all the photography. Oh, dude! And all the illustrations to teach Korea, Japan, and China how to how to understand English. Okay. Okay. Right. So on, that's how man. we were going to do. So that's before Rosetta Stone came out. Um, I was like, oh, I don't know if I can get this job. I went on this interview. They asked me how much I want. I was so nervous because that was my first real big paying design I get job. It, yeah. And I didn't think I was going to get this. I had my whole po- – dude, this is that portfolio where it's not like on a di- – it wasn't on disc. It was like in this huge fucking thing. <laughs> I had to carry it. I had to pull out all my artwork and show. I, where, I don't even know where that shit is now. I don't really don't even know. I don't have it anymore. My whole entire portfolio of, of all my original artwork. Yeah. I don't know where it is. Dude, got to have it somewhere. I don't know where the fuck it is. You gotta find that man. I have to. Damn. Anyways, <laughs> I'm serious. It's like all my awesome, like original work, and I know I had it brought out here. I don't know what happened. Shit. Um, oh, I know what happened to it. It's at home because remember I had gone home in between oh, after 9/11. Right. Well, we can talk about that story. When I went home for 9/11, I brought it back. Okay. So it's oh, back home. So it's home with your. It's got home. You. Okay. Good. Safe. Safe and sound. Yeah. Because <laughs> I gotta put all that stuff on the walls when I get it back out here. Kick-ass shit. Awesome. Um, <laughs> But so I went in there. I had this other woman applying for the same job. Okay. But she was only a graphic designer. And I was a graphic designer, illustrator, and photographer. Wow. Oh, man. So I went in and saying, this guy, I don't know what it was, but he was a Pittsburgh Steelers fan and I was a Patriots fan. And we were talking about, we got really, mm, oh, you know, I'm we sure. were like oh, loving yeah. each other. <laughs> loving each other. And I said, this is my opportunity to bullshit a little bit. So, like Neil O'Donnell. Yeah. I, so I was like, like, like. She she obviously went to a much better school than I did. Okay, let's. She did, and I'm like, well, how much are you gonna? How much you? What you paying her? And 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 he kind of gave an estimate, right, of what we're okay, offering okay. her. And I'm like, yeah, but I do way more than she does. <laughs> I do. I'm like, I do. I do graphic design. She was just a graphic designer. Oh, I do. I do graphic design, illustration, and photography. Look at look at this beautiful stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he said. He said. Yeah. So you do the job of three people. Yeah. So. What they what he did is he offered me something that was within one of one and a half people. Oh, do you know wow, what I mean? Wow, yeah, you know, you know yeah. I mean? So, so instead of hiring three people, yeah, so right. he, he would legitimately not have to hire someone. He was actually saving some money then. He was saving money. Yeah, so it's a win-win. Then. Right. So I went in there and I conned and finagled and <laughs> tried to get into the situation, and then I got a call back. I got the job. Wow. And it was only like a day later they called me. Holy shit, dude! And this was at Alakea. This is like the wow, most yeah, expensive building yeah. where the mayor, where the mayor's people are going to be moving in there. They want to live in the good building. Right, the city financial. Yeah, I lived yeah. in like the, I, I was working in the nicest building. There was, a, there was like a golf course in the middle <laughs> aisle up. This was like, this is, this was like working for, um, 
eBay or, or Amazon or, or oh, Google or Google, and <laughs> I'll tell you, dude. I remember, I remember that I didn't. I I, I had confidence that I could do it because I went into that interview and I bullshit. Sometimes you get a bullshit on that first interview. Of course, right? of course. <laughs> so I go in there and when I left, I was like, ah, I'm gonna take. I'm, I'm gonna take that edible job. <laughs> What? I, I was just thinking I was going to have to take that edible job because I didn't hear back from them right, for a day. So. And I was thinking, well, I was like, I was really hoping they would contact me within the day, but then they ended up contacting me at the end of that day. Wow. And I, so, but when I left, I was like, I think I really had a good interview, but you know what? I might have to take that edible job. I don't know what's going to happen with this job. Maybe I overpushed myself. Maybe I wanted too much. Gotcha. You, gotcha. You know, so I didn't know what was going to happen. And they said, you're in. And I'll do it. I'll never forget. I'll never okay. forget. I just cried. I just cried all day. Oh, man. Yeah, it was just an amazing feeling to have that. Amazing job that you wanted. You're in Hawaii. Everything. And this only happened. I moved in September. I got the job in October. Holy crap. So I was within. Now, that's something that doesn't always happen either. Right. You don't usually get. You just come here and get the job of your of your dreams within four weeks. No. It ain't going to happen. I know people that come here and have, have to do shit jobs for six months to a year before they get a job they Dude, want. Dude, they say the island calls to those who it wants. Yeah. And it aligns yeah. things for them spiritually. And I think that may I have agree been what happened for you. I agree with that. So that's another thing that Mike just said. you got to come here and you have to have that positive attitude. Yes. You have to believe that everything's going to. The universe is going to revolve around your favor. Yes. You can't go thinking like, oh. You know, I don't know if I deserve that, or I don't know if that's going to happen. You've got to believe in you yourself. You have to believe in yourself. Yeah. That's another thing you have to do here. You have to have faith, and you have to believe that the universe is going to align for you. Now, this is, might be ridiculous talk. Right, I right. I mean, you may think, oh, this is bullshit. Yeah, but you know what? It, it aligned for me. It, it aligned for Mike. Yeah. It aligns for, for people. many others, like Tantra. You know Tantra. Yeah. And it aligned. For her, yeah. It aligned. So she, the universe will align for you. Sometimes it might just take a little longer. Right. Sometimes it's really quick, like it was for me or it was for Mike. And you just got to be blessed and stay positive and say, well, I'm blessed with this situation. I know not everything's perfect in Hawaii. No, of course and, not. And, you know, we're going to bitch and complain and stuff, but I'm, <laughs> you know, which we're going to do plenty more on yeah, the show. Probably 70-30 split. Exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, every day is a blessing here, for I'm sure, for both of us. Absolutely. We feel that we're blessed to be here. Amen. Yeah. And... Um, you can't deny that, and you can't deny the Aloha spirit here that you feel every day. Every you day. get up. Every I'm day. just blessed that I wake up every day. Even you just go get lunch, a plate lunch from the local lady or oh, local brother. Bob's Barbecue. And the love they give you in the oh, food is yeah. just... just in the food. There's it's fucking it. like mom, there's, dude. There's, there's mana in the food they serve you. <laughs> yeah. You don't even... I mean, where does that happen? It doesn't happen. It's just like you come, you come here and you eat the food. You, you go... You, whatever you do here, there's something that you... There's something special about every moment of your life here that you can't understand anywhere. It doesn't happen anywhere else. You're right. You're so right. making that choice decide making that choice to decide to move to Hawaii is not actually too much of a hard choice. You worry, uh, I hate to say this, but you worry about all that bullshit after you get to the point that you've gotten to where you want to be. Yeah, you then find worry your about the bullshit. Right. Then worry about that horrible shit. Get your groove on. Get your groove on. Get to the point where you're you're happy with your situation, and then you can deal with that stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, when I after I got that job, I went back in that first day. They hired her too. They hired wow. her. They hired her and me. And then I remember that she goes, how much did you get? Oh, my God. You're like, oh, I'm not at liberty to tell you. <laughs> I, n I never told her. I, I never told her, but she ended up telling me how much she got. Yeah. So I just, oh, I got more than you. <laughs> You're like, oh, I, cr I creamed you. <laughs> I got more than you. And then she, she said, you asshole. And I go, I go well, you should ask for more. <laughs> 
Well, that's another thing, right? Women, I don't know what it is with women, but they get paid usually a little lower than men. Right, that's true. Maybe, yeah. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because they don't, maybe they're not out there going, I want this. I don't, I don't know what that is. It's a special woman that comes and, and you says, know, you know, I deserve this. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe women don't have enough confidence in themselves. I don't know what it is. Some do. Yeah, a lot yeah, of them of course, do. A lot of, course, of them do. Of course. But maybe this, you know, her, which I was, I've been friends with her for a long time. I'm still friends with her. Um, Maybe she just didn't want to push herself, right? Or and, and, and there's yeah. a, and, and that, that's there's a voice in the back of your head in interviewing, right? And you're always well, just it was like, in the back of my head, exactly. And you're like, if I ask too much, I might outprice myself yes. at this job. So I want the job. So yeah. I'll take whatever you want to yeah. get. And here know? in Hawaii, that's another choice you have to make. You have to choose because people are pretty honest with you when you go on interviews and stuff like that. They oh, we're going to interview five more people. This is the price range. Right. Let's say that. Let's say you're going to take a job that's within sixty and seventy thousand dollars. Always take the middle ground. Yeah. So there's okay? room. So there's room. So always take. So if you if if if, if someone if, if the if the people interview you say oh well you know we're in the price range of sixty to seventy thousand then take about sixty four five. Yeah. Yeah. You know absolutely, what I mean? Because yeah. now you're in the fifty fifty. So it's like if someone comes in and says well I'll take sixty three or I'll take sixty eight. You're right in the middle of this, so you're always going to be in the subject. They're going to be bringing up your name still, right? And then they're going to look into your experience and look into the experience of that one that won sixty-three thousand, and then see that you only want fifteen more hundred, but you have more experience. They'll probably give it to you. Absolutely. So you got to play that game here because you could lose a job. You could lose a job over three thousand dollars. I'm no joke. Oh, absolutely. I know a lot of people who have. That's you're you're exactly yeah. right. So you got to play. Got to play is, a game. You know, I I, I uh, went through this thing called Psy Basic here in Hawaii. It's a, it's it's a group that's big here in Hawaii, and it's yeah. just about self improvement and self awareness and and how to be accountable for your yeah. actions and things. And one of the things that they taught you was know your value. Um, so that's true. Know what your value is in the market here before you go asking for a salary, and know what the other guy is probably going to ask in the range. So that way, like what Wade's saying, you can kind of fall right in the middle and make yourself more attractive and come yeah. to the top of the resume stack. Exactly. Know? And that whole getting your place here, that's one of the first things you want to secure is a place to have a roof over your head. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so whether that's having someone help you find that place before you get here, which I would highly suggest, um, if you plan on moving to Hawaii and, and you're donating more than $40 a month to us, I will do all that for you. Nice. Because I have that in our thing. I'll, I'll help you move to Hawaii. Hey, I know a decent hotel that's yeah. that's not uh, it's not a crap shack, yeah. if you will, for hundred just a little over a hundred dollars a night. And See? it's not, it's it's. I mean, I've stayed there a couple times just yeah. for the fuck of it, man. But it's it's nice, so you can give them that one too. <laughs> exactly. So that's another thing, guys. If you you know, we didn't go over comments. We had some comments. We we didn't have time to talk about it today. Right. Uh, comments, questions. If you guys plan on moving to Hawaii, ask us the questions. We can help you. Shoots. We can help you do some little things. But if you want us to actually go and look at places for you and stuff, well, you know, that's... Wade knows I can't, his value. I can't do, yeah, I can't do that for free. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're a big paying patron. Like, if you're, pay, if you're giving us $40 a month or more a month, then I will go and do those things for you. And I will set you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've done it for several people already. Right on, I've done man. it for several people. I'm all about helping people, too. But Absolutely. I just don't have a lot of free time to do it unless... Of course, you yeah, got to make yeah, a living, too, yeah, man. Exactly, so... Um, <laughs> So, guys, stay positive. We're going to be ending the show right now, but stay positive. And uh, if you plan on moving to Hawaii, you can always ask us for advice. We'll pump you up. We'll inspire you. Hopefully the show inspires you. Don't give up right. on that dream to move here. Um, plan it out accordingly. There's a lot of people who don't plan it out, and they end up leaving after a year, year and a half because right. they did not plan it out. They end up having no money. Yeah, They're living dollar by dollar. And I don't want to see you guys do that. No. I want to, if you move here, I want to see you guys stay. Yes, and succeed. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. just don't come to Oahu. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> There's enough motherfuckers here. Yeah, if, if you do, maybe rideshare. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the Big Island. Stay over there. Get plenty of room, bro. Get plenty of room, bro. <laughs> Go to Maui. Go to Kauai. <laughs> yeah. Don't come to Oahu. <laughs> no, really. I don't. Go wherever you need. I mean, if we were to say what island to go to, it, it would be Oahu. Of because course. Because like, the likability of getting a job. Job, yeah. And then not being discriminated against. Yes. Because the other islands, you're probably going to be most of And right. then also, hopefully, finding a place somewhere that's reasonably priced, but it's going to be outside the city. Oh, of course. Don't stay inside. Whatever you guys do, if you want to feel like you really live in Hawaii, when you make that choice to move here, do not live in the city. Just do not do it. Right. It's not the place to be. It's not the real no, Hawaii. And neither is like Mililani or places like... Right, because right. Because that's, up, up, that's up in the top of the... Like, it feels like you could be in California. I think the military designed that town. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're going to do a show about that, too. We're going to do a uh, podcast about the best places to live on Oahu or the best places to live on all the islands. Roger. Where it's a small city town. A small town area. Cool. It's not cool. like a big city or anything, so... We'll get to that in a... Uh, future podcast so oh, we got plenty man right. okay awesome. guys <laughs> we're heading out shoot shoot, shoot. <laughs> when you speak of Allah it's all the above the, all the good yeah so that opens a right way range Aloha whether it's Pono Mikai still the same I don't care how you look at it it's still Aloha be Puno. Be righteous. People, are you listening to what we're about to say? You see, we're on a mission, trying to find a way. If you Day.
And aloha means I love you And I wanna take it higher I wanna get high With a little aloha I can touch the sky Shine.